You're listening to the Letters of the Herd podcast, hosted by J.J. Duke on FairfieldStags.com. Hey, Stags fans, welcome to the latest episode of Letters to the Herd, a series where we get to hear from Fairfield student-athletes reflecting on their time as part of the university community. The Stag Sports Network series shares insight in what's like being a part of the Fairfield University community and kind of going through their time on campus. My name is JJ Duke. Hope everybody is doing well. Hope you all are enjoying this series thus far as we've got we've really produced a lot of great content over the last month or so and continuing to do so as now we welcome in and a program that always brings joy to my heart to talk about, especially if we're talking about the last few years, because it's been a great time to be a part of the Fairfield field hockey program and joining us right now is Danny Profita. First off, Danny, thanks for coming on and how's things going with you? Thank you, JJ. Um, things are going well. It's a little different being home and um, kind of being home for the past couple months. I miss my team. I miss playing, but uh, thankfully my family and my, all my friends are safe. So I guess that's the most important thing. Yeah. What has training been like for you, especially since the fact that your team didn't have an outdoor spring season? I know you do a lot of indoor work, um, but still you guys probably missed having that outdoor feel. Yeah, definitely. Spring season, um, I think is a good time for us to develop as a team. Um, but I think everyone's really taken it upon themselves to still train at home. I know I've just, my training's been forcing my older sister to come and run with me. Um, just trying to do things different practicing on any fields that are still open so it's been a challenge but we're still keeping up with it have you had to force your sister to don the gear and go in between the pipes because that's not a job I'd, I'd envy she actually played so she's just been doing some stick stuff with me and just passing around stuff like that <laughs> awesome so if you haven't had a chance to read Danny's letter make sure to do that by going to fairfieldstags.com and um, you know when we look at how the program has been built over the last few years and you talk about it in your freshman and sophomore year, how it, there's been a lot of success in terms of getting to championship games, playing in NCAA tournaments. In fact, since uh, or heading into the 2019 season, the field hockey team appeared in four straight MAC championship games, winning a couple, playing in a couple of play-in games, and ultimately losing in both. But you talked about how those past experiences really fueled the season. What was or this past season? I should say, what was the biggest takeaway? from those first two years uh, during your time with Fairfield? I would say we just kind of realized as a team that we didn't just want to make it to the conference championships. I mean, that was the great first goal. But then once you do that for a couple years in a row, you're like, all right, we can do a lot bigger and better things than this. Um, so, I mean, this past season we set really big goals and coach was super supportive of them. I mean, there was never a time that she said like, oh, maybe that goal is a little too big. So, we just chased them like crazy, and it all worked out in our favor, which was awesome. And obviously, it, it was kind of a, a different but the same. You're in a different conference going from the MAC to the NEC, but a lot of the same teams coming in, a lot of familiar opponents. But I love kind of the list that you guys set out. It wasn't, as you said, just like, okay, we're happy getting to this point. You wanted to win both the regular season and the postseason title. You wanted to win an NCAA tournament game amongst other goals. And when you look back upon it, if you had to remember that big list, how much did you actually accomplish of it? Um, I mean, I think we pretty much accomplished everything, <laughs> which not a lot of teams can say that. So I think that's what made this season just so special because this was, if I could think about when I was in second grade, just starting to play field hockey, this would be like the ideal dream season that every kid dreams about. And ironically enough, it didn't exactly start 
as a dream season, the fact that you play your first game, go to Lowell, a team that Fairfield has actually had some decent success in the past, lose that game, then have to go to oh, just a little school called Boston College, who were ranked inside the top 15 at the time. It wasn't looking too good. And then all of a sudden, down to nothing, heading to the fourth quarter, it seemed like the season made that turn right there. You won that game 3-2 in overtime. What kind of changed? Because the first seven quarters, things weren't going your way, and then all of a sudden, boom, it just started working. I mean, I think we kind of had the conversation the, even before the game that any team is beatable on any given day, and we wanted everyone to go into that game without a single doubt that we could win because if you have that little doubt in your head, that's the point when it's lost. Um, so I just remember thinking, like, 2 nothing, we've come back from – losses greater than that so really anything was possible I think everyone just refused to lose at that point and it was like a whole change in momentum pretty much from I think the third quarter on yeah I mean you guys played great and then you continued playing just consistent and that consistent being a very high level you rattled off seven straight and then another 12 game winning streak on top of that later on the season at what point did you see things start to take the shape of yeah we're not only attaining our goals, but this year could be a lot different than years past. Um, I would say, which is probably a weird answer, but our Northeastern game, which is one of the ones we lost in the middle of the season, because everyone I remember was really upset by the fact that we lost and our coaches were like, you guys are allowed to lose a game. <laughs> like, that's a thing that happens, but we just took it to heart. And I think that's kind of when we realized we wanted to be a winning team and we weren't going to let anything stop us. And from then on, I feel like we needed that little setback just to propel us even more forward because we were on such a high in the beginning of the season that we just needed that little bit more of a boost to just go full forward into the end. It is funny that you talk about that Northeastern game. I worked that game for the SAC Sports Network, and it didn't even seem like you guys played a bad game. It was a Wild West shootout, 6-4. The offense was rolling. Defense needed to update their CVs a little bit after the game. That does happen on occasion. But it then looked like the group just picked it up another level. Every challenge that was set in your way, whether it was teams bunkering in, whether it was, you know, maybe you might not have created the amount of chances that you wanted. Every time it seemed that the group rose to the occasion. So, you know, as we turn our attention to the postseason, how good was the group feeling that knowing that you faced nearly every challenge thrown your way and you're still coming out on top? We were feeling really confident. Um, winning to a lot of the big teams, like especially the Boston College win, that was a big confidence boost heading into postseason, especially when we were facing like American and then eventually UConn, because we knew that if we could beat Boston College, I mean, we could pretty much beat a lot of these top teams. So I think we were feeling good. We were prepared. We were working our butts off at practice. So I think we were definitely ready for it. I would say we would just nicely transition to that game against American, but it would be a little bit of a disservice not to mention the fact that how dramatic and exciting that NEC tournament was. You grind out a win against Sacred Heart and then win in overtime against Ryder. Then you have that home game. First off, let's talk about it. a home playoff game is special. I don't care what sport it is. And the fact that it took so long for Fairfield Field Hockey to have a home playoff game, let alone an NCAA tournament game, that was a great crowd, a freezing day, but a day that it felt like no matter what was going to happen, it felt like you guys were going to win. Yeah, it was a totally different feeling being on your home field because freshman year we were at Boston, so 
a little different. And then just something about being with your fans, um, having our friends there, all of our family, our fans, alumni, it was just, it, just like you said, it felt like we were going to win. There's just something like the feeling that day, our team was really ready. We were pipe, um, pumped up really hyper, um, just wanting to defend your home field. And, you know, that's where we practice every single day. So we knew we had an advantage there and we just finally wanted to get an NCAA game under our belts. We didn't just want to stop at the NEC championship, just like had happened in previous years. So final whistle goes in that game. And I remember just the scenes where everyone jubilant, excited, probably had no idea what was going on half the time to be perfectly candid, but when did it sink in that not only you achieved the goal of winning an NCAA tournament game, but then all of a sudden, right, we got to turn around two days' time and play one of the traditional powers of college field hockey in UConn? I think right after the game was pretty much when we found out we were going to UConn. And it was, it was a quick turnaround because I remember we all had to kind of rush back, get our laundry done, and leave the next morning. So we were exhausted, but... I mean, the energy from that day kind of helped us get through it and move forward, but definitely a quick turnaround. And kind of the last question, I know obviously, despite a great battle and really a great game up in stores, things didn't go your way. But as we look back upon the season, A, does that give you a little bit of fuel for next year, knowing that you were this close and really, to be perfectly candid, played UConn at times off their field? And then B, was just this year everything that you probably could have hoped for and then some? Yeah, that game, um, I think that will be kind of the game we talk about all next season. I mean, I guess the NEC championship definitely too, an American, but I think UConn's the game that everyone's going to remember when we think about how we want our next season to go and just how much farther we can go. Because um, taking the number two team to overtime, that was, I mean, that was insane. And I don't even know if we thought we were capable of that, but now that we know we are, I think next season is going to be really successful and hopefully even better than this one. Um, but yeah, this season was, I honestly can't even put into words just like how memorable it was. I think that's the greatest part is like when I talk about my college field hockey career, I think this season and hopefully next one as well will be the one that I go back to and just smile because it was awesome. Um, our team is really like a family. So it's so nice to have, such a great bond just on and off the field. Our coaches are great. And yeah, it was, it was a dream come true. It really was. Well, certainly I know everybody listening is still smiling about those days in November. The other part about this letter though, and this is what we've gotten from all of our student athletes who've joined us is, you know, it's not just about the sports. It's about what happens off the field, what happens in the classroom, what happens with, you know, helping in the community and really you kind of encompass that in the back half of the piece. So I do have to ask you, what have been some of the biggest takeaways in being a part of this Fairfield community, knowing that, yeah, you have to do the work on the field, but you've certainly gone above and beyond uh, what you need to do off the field. Um, I think we're kind of all just realizing that we're lucky to be in the position we're in playing a division one field hockey in college. I mean, not a lot of people get to do that. And, just using where we are um, to help other people because, I mean, a ton of people have helped us get to where we are today. And I think the most important thing is just giving back to the community, especially everyone who supported us and everyone who possibly could use our help because we are in the position to do so. Um, so I just think our team really took that to heart, especially this year, which has been great just because um, in high school, I was always like really used to volunteering and stuff like that. So I think it was great that we were able to do that and kind of give back and 
get everyone else on board as well so that hopefully it continues in future years and we just contribute a lot more. And what does the team take away from this? Because I know the field hockey team especially does a lot of work in the community. And you mentioned a few of the things that you do, whether it is the Little Stags uh, field hockey program where you have whole, you have cancer awareness games, you go out uh, to schools and read to the children amongst other different things. So what is kind of the takeaway for you guys or what makes it so gratifying doing the work that you do? I think just kind of helping people who – maybe aren't in as great as a situation or just honestly could use our help or like how little stags and um, like the little kids we go and read to. I mean, they were us at one point who look up to older people who are playing a sport in college or just someone to have like a mentor for them. I think we just kind of realized that it's nice to give back and just, I don't know, help out younger generations as well as other groups, for example, like cancer awareness games because a lot of our team has been affected by things like that. So it just is gratifying just to do something that you normally wouldn't be doing. I mean, you picture us on the field, but we really do off the field love to do stuff like that where it's a little different, but you know, everyone loves it and it, it feels great and feels great to see us helping other people and, you know, just that. Yeah. And now it's kind of an interesting turn here to the back half of this chat where, um, a lot of our interviews have been with student athletes who have graduated, whether they're coming back uh, next year or not, you're going into your senior year. So I kind of have to ask you this one. Is there any event that you're looking forward to, whether it's, you know, maybe you've taken a little bit for granted in the past or something that like, yeah, I'm really looking forward to doing this one more time. I think just my whole season um, and the entire rest of the year that I have with my team I think the first couple years, I mean, I'm someone who's a big homebody, so I've kind of been back and forth between home and school a lot, and I definitely have regretted some of it now, just wishing I took a little more time and appreciated it all, Um, especially with the whole pandemic going on, like kind of the unknown of going back is really scary just because I don't want my senior year to be affected. I want us to get our season in, Um, so I'm just looking forward to the whole season. I'm looking forward to preseason, which I never thought I would really say, but I'm like excited to be able to do a run test and see my team again, stay with them and dorms and all that stuff. I just really want to take it all in for the last year and just make the best of it. You would probably have not thought 12 months ago saying, yeah, I'm looking forward to running the beep test, right? Not at all. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. The little things that we take for granted is now it's like, yes, let's go. I want to run shuttles. I want to run all this. Let's just do it. That's awesome. Um, lastly, you know, I've been asking everybody that's come on the show to kind of give a charge, whether it's for uh, current students, current student athletes, or prospective student student athletes. Um, what should they take away, or what should they do in order to gain the full experience that Fairfield University has to offer? I would just say really making the most of and taking advantage of everything that our school does offer because there are so many things that, whether it's athletic sponsors or just our university in general, um, whether it's related to career-wise, academics, athletics as well, just really taking advantage of everything and putting yourself out there because I think it's easy to kind of stay the safe route and just do the minimum, um, which I feel like I kind of did up until this past year. But there's just so many things you can get involved in. just getting close to professors because we're lucky enough to go to a small school where you can do that. Um, so just really taking advantage of everything that we have and making the best of it because it's a great school, great university. And I think it's just awesome for helping us become better people. And then 
um, giving us a better opportunity to get jobs because at the end of the day, I mean, we are here for school. So as great as it is to play sport also, <laughs> um, it really is about like helping us become better people as well. Definitely. Danny, thanks so much for joining us. We really appreciate it. No problem. Thank you. And again, if you haven't read Danny's letter, any of our other letters to the herd, make sure you do so by heading over to fairfieldstags.com. Also make sure to give us a follow on social media by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Fairfield Stags and at Stags Sportsnet on Twitter. So for all of us, I'm JJ Duke signing off. Until next time, go Stags. Thank you for listening to the Letters of the Herd podcast on fairfieldstags.com. 